Hey, it's Gabe. I want to recommend a podcast I think you'll enjoy called What Could Go Right. On What Could Go Right, the hosts, Progress Network founder Zachary Carabell and Executive Director Emma Varva-Lucas, sit down with expert guests to discuss the world's most pressing issues. They look back at how far society has come and look forward to what it will take to achieve a brighter future. If you're looking for a weekly dose of optimistic ideas from smart people, listen to What Could Go Right wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. With AT&T in-car Wi-Fi, elevate your adventure by transforming your vehicle into a reliable Wi-Fi hotspot. Connect up to 10 devices up to 50 feet away from your vehicle, making it ideal for camping and road trips. Don't miss out on the fun. Embark on your next adventure today. Visit att.com slash in-car Wi-Fi to check if you're eligible for a free trial. Always pay careful attention to the road and don't drive distracted. Wi-Fi hotspot intended for passenger use only when vehicle is in operation. Compatible device and vehicle required. Greetings, everyone. Welcome to This Day in History class, where we bring you a new tidbit from history every day. Today is March 14th, 2019. The day was March 14th, 1889. Susan LaFleche graduated as valedictorian from medical school and she became the first Native American woman to earn a medical degree in the United States. Susan was born in 1865 in what is now Nebraska. Her father was Joseph LaFleche, also known as Iron Eye, and her mother was Mary Gale, also known as One Woman. Susan had a mixed heritage of indigenous peoples, but her family was enrolled as Omaha, a Midwestern Native American tribe. When Susan was born, they lived on a reservation in modern-day northeastern Nebraska. And on the reservation, there were plenty of instances that exposed the need for better health care and Susan's desire to become a doctor. When she was eight, she tended to a dying woman who had called for an agency doctor who didn't show up. And her father had to have a leg amputated after an injury went untreated. But Susan, at first, would go on to become a teacher. She attended the Elizabeth Institute for Young Ladies in New Jersey, and then she returned to the reservation to teach at the Presbyterian Mission School. But in 1883, Alice Cunningham Fletcher, an ethnologist who was close to Susan's brother Francis, got sick. Susan helped take care of her, and Fletcher encouraged her to study medicine. So Susan began attending the Hampton Normal and Agricultural Institute in 1884, 
The school had began accepting indigenous students with a goal of assimilating them into white culture. But regardless, Susan graduated second in her class in 1886. Martha Waldron, the resident physician at Hampton Institute, had also encouraged Susan to study medicine. She was accepted to the Women's Medical College of Pennsylvania, but she couldn't attend because there was no more money in the school's scholarship fund by then, and she couldn't afford to pay tuition out of pocket. But it turned out that she had a lot of people on her side. The Connecticut Indian Association, which advocated for the rights of Native people and favored assimilation, raised funds from its members for Susan's education, and it asked for donations through the Hartford Courant. In one letter Susan herself wrote appealing for donations, she said, I feel that as a physician, I can do a great deal more than as a mere teacher, for the home is the foundation of all things for the Indians, and my work, I hope, will be chiefly in the homes of my people. The U.S. Office of Indian Affairs also gave Susan money, $167 a year. That grant made her the first student to get federal aid for college. So now that she had the funds to do so, she started medical school in October 1886. After she graduated on March 14, 1889, Susan finished an internship she'd had in Philadelphia, then returned home to her reservation to be a doctor. Back on the reservation, Dr. LaFleche worked competently and compassionately, and she soon gained the trust of her patients. In 1890, at age 24, she became the official Bureau of Indian Affairs physician. She treated illnesses and counseled people on their health. But she also assisted people who didn't know English and campaigned for temperance. In 1894, she married Henry Picot, who was a member of the Yankton, Western Dakota people. From there, Dr. Picot started a medical office in her home, became a field matron, and began advocating for public health and Native American rights. And in 1913, she opened a hospital in Walt Hill, Nebraska, with money she had raised herself. But pain she'd been having for years grew worse, and operations she had uncovered a poor prognosis. She died in 1915 of what they believed at the time to be bone cancer. But she'd managed to make a difference across many fields, leaving her mark on education, medicine, public health, and indigenous rights. I'm Eve Jeffcoat, and hopefully you know a little more about history today than you did yesterday. If you'd like to learn more about Pocot, you can listen to the episode of Stuff You Missed in History class called Dr. Susan LaFleche Pocot. You can learn more about history by following us on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at TDIHC Podcast. We'll be back with more history tomorrow.
With the new Dexcom G7, you can achieve better diabetes results without painful finger sticks. It sends your glucose numbers to your compatible phone or watch, so you can always see where you are and where you're heading. See how food and exercise affects your glucose, making it easier to spend more time in range and lower your A1C. Take control of your diabetes with the number one recommended CGM brand. It's easy to get started today at Dexcom.com. That's Dexcom.com. Dexcom data on file 2023. If your glucose alerts and readings from the G7 do not match symptoms or expectations, use a blood glucose meter to make diabetes treatment decisions. For a list of compatible devices, visit Dexcom.com slash compatibility. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. I'm so excited to tell you JCPenney and country music singer-songwriter Walker Hayes are partnering together on a new limited-time men's collection for the everyday guy. What I love about Walker Hayes is his laid-back nature. He's a family man and being a country megastar while also having seven kids. You know he likes to keep his style cool and casual. This new collection is perfect for the guy living the t-shirt life or someone wanting some fresh options that feel just as good. It's easy to wear, affordable styles that celebrate the ultimate family man along with the quality, durability, and sensibility dads appreciate. Available online Saturday, May 4th at jcp.com and in-store Thursday, May 16th. Just in time for Father's Day. Limited time only. JCPenney, make it count.